Well, reaction continues to pour in after yesterday's big announcement from the Ontario government. Proof of vaccination coming to Ontario starting September 22nd. And for more on this, let's welcome in Michelle Eaton, who is with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce and joins us now here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Michelle, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, First off, just what are you hearing from uh, chamber members? Are they uh, pleased? Are they happy, uh, relieved by uh, yesterday's announcement? Are there concerns? Uh, What are you hearing? Sure. It's a bit of a mix, but overall, the the response seems fairly positive, but there's a lot of questions and clarity that are needed. Um, Above all, this can help prevent another uh, province-wide lockdown and encourage more folks to get vaccinated like we saw in BC and Quebec. Um, but still, there's a lot of questions and uncertainty depending on which which kind of business uh, uh, you own. Okay, what are some of those questions that are being asked? Uh, so we received a number, uh, whether it's capacity limits, if those capacity limits will be adjusted in light of the passport. What do I do about employee harassment? Um, how do I bring my staff up to speed? There's concerns about the paper copy um, being particularly difficult so for a gym, for example, of getting people into their classes. Um, so some folks want to see that app sped up. And then um, there's some confusion about why employees were exempt under the framework because many businesses were, were looking for that workplace policy guidance for their staff in particular. It, does business overall, uh, Michelle, do they feel as if a lot of this has maybe been dumped on them now uh, by the uh, government? Because after all, they're the ones that are going to be responsible uh, for checking for uh, proof of uh, vaccination. Well, it's tricky, right? Because uh, when in some instances where businesses implemented their own vaccination verification protocols, they were subject to harassment. And but in a case when a vaccine passport is implemented by the, the government, it can take the onus off the individuals and businesses. So it, when there's no framework in per- place, that burden solely on the individual businesses, which you've probably seen in the news has, has resulted in some businesses being targeted or boycotted. Yeah, and business owners have been uh, and employees obviously have been uh, going through uh, quite a bit. We've uh, seen over the past few weeks when it comes to things like uh, harassment and even worse. So, with this now being a government mandate as of September twenty second, although the onus is still on the individual uh, business, they feel as if uh, maybe some of the pressure or responsibility has been taken off them that uh, they can basically say to a uh, customer, uh, "Take it up with your MPP." Well, and if you think about the small business owners, Jeff, um, your bigger companies, they can afford lawyers or HR people to deal with some of these complicated policies in place. Because at the end of the day, a business an employer is responsible to keep their workplace safe. Um, so within a framework in place, uh, uh, without the framework in place, that burden is put on the, the business to, to create and implement and enforce. So with this framework, uh, and, will, and time will tell, uh, hoping that it'll provide a safe work environment uh, and and hoping that we don't see uh, uh, harassment or uh, threats of violence to business owners. Yeah, we discussed this a bit yesterday, right after the announcement uh, was made, uh, Michelle. And, you know, this is not all-encompassing. I mean, it does cover a lot of different uh, businesses, you know, uh, restaurants and then the bigger uh, sporting events and uh, concerts, that sort of thing. But uh, one of those uh, businesses not included in yesterday's proof of vaccination announcement was uh, hair services and hair care. And I'm just wondering in particular if you've heard from anybody in that uh, industry, because 
as you just uh, articulated there, there are some businesses relieved that the government has finally now come out uh, with a mandate. But uh, how are hair services feeling about this? Because still no proof of vaccination from the clientele is uh, required. And this is a, a fairly up close and intimate service. So that's an interesting one. I was discussing that with one of my colleagues the other day because um, Dr. Moore, you may have mentioned or noticed in the press or yesterday, uh, said that the risk of transmission in those settings with other safety protocols is is not very high. Um, we thought that tackling the, those high-risk indoor environments where you can't always wear a mask was a good first step. But um, I think what's important here for the folks that have turned in, tuned in, Jeff, is that um, the province is putting in place the necessary infrastructure to expand that policy to other settings should they be required. Um, and I think that's something that's key here. Michelle, we are several weeks post-lockdown, of course. Uh, can you give us a bit of a, a pulse check as to how businesses are faring now that they've been allowed to uh, reopen and conduct business uh, once again? Well, I, I, I think they're all happy to be open uh, at whatever capacity they are. I, it, again, capacity limits was a big subject on our, our, ta- our Chamber Network Town Hall this week. Um, but there is general anxiety about children returning to school, Delta variant, fourth wave, what does that mean? Concerns about another province-wide lockdown. Um, so I think there's just general anxiety in the, the business community um, right now. Okay, and that anxiety, I mean, we've got numbers going up. We just mentioned off the uh, top of the hour here, we're close to 1,000 uh, daily COVID count uh, once again here today. Uh, also, the province coming out saying we need 85% vaccination rate uh, right before uh, we can even consider uh, moving forward and that we might have to go back into lockdown if we don't get that. I mean, just how detrimental, how devastating would that be uh, for uh, small business? Small businesses have just suffered so much over the last 17, 18 months now. I, and a lot of them are barely hanging on to thread the ones that made it through those those other lockdowns. Um, so it, it would be it'd be prudent for the province to be looking at other ways. Um, and you know, the passport system's one, rapid testing is another, but other ways to um, uh, curb outbreaks without resulting to a blunt instrument of a province-wide lockdown. Yeah, just finally, uh, Michelle, you mentioned, sorry, about capacity limits a second ago, that that's been a, a major topic amongst uh, members. Uh, obviously, they would like to see uh, more people allowed in their stores, more revenue, uh, more sales. But have they been given any guidance by the government at all as to what the metrics are and when capacity limits may, if ever, be raised? I have not been hearing that from businesses right now about uh, whether they have indications of when those will change now. All right. Well, we will uh, continue, of course, uh, to watch this with interest and appreciate the uh, dialogue and the conversation with us this afternoon. And always appreciate your time, Michelle. Thank you. Such a pleasure speaking to you, Jeff. Likewise. Michelle Eaton is with the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.